In February 2004, on the first night in the apartment I had bought on West 19th Street in Manhattan, Ava and I slept downstairs. The mattress had been delivered that afternoon, and I told the delivery guys to leave it in the living room. I liked the idea of the bare apartment, the walls freshly painted gallery white, nothing in the apartment but a new mattress, a bottle of champagne in the refrigerator. We brought in food from the Indian Deli on 9th Avenue. We drank the champagne and we made love. My last night in the apartment, in May 2010, I dragged the mattress downstairs and splayed it on the bare living room floor. It was the last piece of furniture I needed to rid myself of. Ava and I had been broken up for nearly three years, but we'd habitually slept together every few months, whether or not one or both of us had a partner. Sometimes these evenings went well. Sometimes they did not. I'd called her earlier in the week and asked if she wanted to say goodbye to the Mountain Lodge. The apartment invoked a Tahoe ski condo with a two-story brick fireplace and a brick sitting window and dark wood spiral staircase. Ava had been with me when I first saw the apartment and had somehow convinced me that I should make an offer on the most expensive property I'd looked at during my two-month, 73-apartment search. This was the morning after the first night I had done cocaine with her and only the second or third time in my life I had taken the drug. Note to listener, when purchasing an apartment, do not do so after a night of cocaine. Now we sat on the terrace and looked at the Empire State Building. We champagne-toasted the apartment. Six years earlier, at the age of 28, she had been beautiful. Now she was just pretty. I was six years older than she, but her face held numerous and deeper lines. She'd spent her college years in her early 30s running around Manhattan doing cocaine and sleeping with many men and smoking packs of cigarettes and those men and that cocaine and those cigarettes had begun to take a toll. She asked, How many times do you think we had sex here? Thousands, I said. We went inside. I had thrown a plain white sheet over the mattress. Knowingly, playfully, she asked, And why is this still here? I thought you might want to say goodbye to the mattress, I said. I thought that for once you might want to do this the right way she said. What is the right way? Marriage, babies, she said. We have never known the right way, I said. We undressed ourselves and made love slowly and deliberately, as though diffusing a bomb. Afterward, we walked around the corner to a new hip restaurant. We sat at the bar and drank gin martinis, hers dirty, mine with a twist. After I paid the bill, she said, once more. We returned to the apartment. I felt as though we were entering a crime scene and the crime had been my life in New York City. We went straight to the mattress. An hour later, she dressed and we kissed at the door. She said, Goodbye, Mountain Lodge. I'll miss you. She did not say that she would miss me, nor did I say I would miss her. I never saw her again. I sat down on the mattress. I looked around the apartment. It had been the center of my life for many years. Work, lovers, cooking, writing, sex, eating. I dragged the mattress three stories down and out of the building and threw it on the sidewalk. An old man I knew from the neighborhood passed by. 
He stopped and stared at the mattress, stared at me, pointed at the mattress with his cane. He said, You getting rid of that? It's a perfectly good mattress. I said, That mattress should burn. I hailed a cab to my girlfriend's house. The next morning, I moved alone to a cabin in Mount Tremper in the Catskills. My new home sat on ten acres on the side of the mountain. From my former life in Manhattan, I had brought with me two pieces of art, an abstract figurative painting and a drawing. The caption beneath the drawing, a dehumanized fool's version of tic-tac-toe, read, What are you trying to say to me? I do not understand. I'd bought the drawing five or six years earlier, but the relevance of the artist's quotation to my life had in the prior six months reached its zenith.